Hello and welcome to the Heavy Hitter Podcast with your hosts Josh Johnson and Steve Loper. This podcast was recorded using YouTube. What's up, heavy hitters? Hey, it's your boy Josh Johnson, Steve Loper, fresh out of North Khaki Lackey. Say what up, Steve. Hey, what's up, you guys? Hope everybody's doing well today. Say, tonight we're going to discuss what's trending on Twitter. That is hashtag things I learned the hard way. Also, National Barbecue Day and Action versus Intent. Say, Lope Dog, Streaming Steve, whatever I'm calling you these days, Loper Con. Hey, that was a that was a good little uh, mix-up between Clay uh, Shannon and Shannon Ridges today and Gary V on Twitter. That was fun. Oh, was yeah, 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 yeah. It was good because um, we both had some knowledge on it. We were, we were able to chatter back and forth. It was good stuff. Say, yeah. I would love to love to talk more with you. BS a little bit about how dance was tonight, but we we got to get into this, man. Let's let's go. Let's roll. Let's roll. That sounds good. Sounds good. Bro. So, hashtag things I learned the hard way. What uh, what would you say that's trending on Twitter? What does Lope Dog have to say about that? So we we put these we put these topics together about three minutes before each and every podcast that we do. So we we come to you guys with a sort of a blank slate, no time to prepare, prepare, and we just sort of come at you with what sort of is off the cuff, off the top of our head, and things I learned the hard way. Uh, listen to your parents or your 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 dad in particular when he says, "Boy." If you just listen to me one of these days, you're going to wish you listened to your daddy. You know, if I was your age again, I would study harder. I'd work harder. I'd this, I'd that. And you're going to wish you, you listened to me. And sure enough, you know, I played baseball in uh, high school. I was a, you know, standout baseball player for my town and stuff like that. And uh, had potential to go off to, you know, some bigger schools and play, do some big stuff in baseball. And he was always there, watching my practices, supportive, but, me being the high school kid with the attitude a little bit off, you know, like, you know, who really cares, you know, for sure. Um, I always heard him say he, I, you know, you're going to wish you listen to me. And now I find myself telling my kids that same exact thing. And I find myself in a situation at 40 years old where I was like, damn, you know, I wish I would have listened to my dad. You know, their dads aren't always wrong. They're always trying to give you advice. They're always trying to push you forward. Uh, but that's something I learned the hard way, man. I, I didn't listen to him. I didn't try as hard. I didn't hustle as hard. I didn't practice enough. You know, I could have done better. I could have went to a bigger school to play baseball. I could have played all four years in college, I'm sure. Um, but just didn't listen to him, man. It's one of those things that I learned the hard way. You know, um, how am I going to change that and sort of present it to my kid in a different way? Or am I going to approach my kid differently whenever I'm trying to sort of teach him to listen to me now and not wish you did in the future. I'm still figuring that stuff out, but I got you, dude. I, you know, it's funny you say that. Cause I took, uh, took my youngest son to the park last night. And when I was going, carrying him all the way to the park, so he could go out on the slide. There were three dads there who were coaching softball to probably girls that were I'm mean, second, third grade. And, dude, I'm not going to pretend that I know what it's like to be a girl softball coach or to be a coach at all, but I just didn't – I just felt like they could have went about it a different way. I just – I don't feel like they were quite connecting with the kids on, on the level that they needed to be. And, you know, it made me think back to all my old coaches was, 
it just seems so like, you know, in your face, down your throat, dictatorship. And, and I know there's got to be some level of like authority, but, uh, I don't know, dude, I, I, I'm not trying to make excuses, but I just think like, you know, sometimes us dads can be a little hard headed, but you got to connect, man. Like everyone, I I love uh, John C. Maxwell. He has a book called uh, everyone communicates few connect. And I just, you got to talk to people the way that they communicate and and connect with them. Sorry. That was, that was kind of that I was trying to stay on track and I think I already rambled dude. Sorry. Oh no, no, it's, it's, it's the truth. You know, it's like, that's more of a, like my dad, giving me that advice as a kid, it was more like he was communicating his thoughts to me. He was yelling at really, you. Yeah, he wasn't really well, he, he wasn't, <laughs> he wasn't yelling. And he wasn't a yeller. He wasn't like a, you know, get that stance right, get that swing right, you know, keep your shoulders in, or you know, you, you need to be opening up your hips or, or whatever, you know, whatever the you know, if we were working on swings that day. Like he wasn't that parent. He was just sort of the he just wanted me to go out there and just have that drive, like that Peyton Manning kind of drive or that Michael Jordan where they go out there on their own. You know, like Michael Jordan, I don't even know if his parents really pushed him to play, but he was in the basketball court uh, every morning, you know, shooting, you know, a thousand free throws. He just had that. And I could have went out there and took as much BP as I wanted to. And I just, I didn't. I could have. I had all the time in the world, didn't have to have a job. I played all these sports. I could have right. just stayed after practice for 30 extra minutes, an hour uh after practice taking ground balls and that would have been all that was that, that's all he was talking about was just that extra effort do more uh and you're not going to regret it and you know i just didn't listen to him i got you uh anything what, what about you man what's what's the lesson you you learned the hard way like, that's good good stuff um i would say lesson i learned my hard way learned the hard way i was thinking about it um you know i remember the first time that I went into, into business for myself as an insurance agent. Um, and I guess one of the things that I learned the hard way is not keeping track of my expenses and spending way too much money. I remember one, one month I spent about a thousand dollars on internet leads and, uh, you know, wasn't getting the return either, but I guess that's what I would say to all you, you know, new business owners, aspiring business owners, or just think that it'd be cool to be an entrepreneur is, um, you really got to, you know, keep a tight lip on that. And maybe you guys do. And I just did a shitty job of it. Um, but you got to keep an eye on that. And one of the things I learned later, um, was just like really to focus on leading with revenue. Right. So, you know, a lot of people will say that it, it takes, you know, to make money, you got to spend money to make money, but you got to have some money coming in first before you spend any dollars. Yeah. Unless you're bankrolled for it, I guess. Right. Right. Yeah. That's, that leads me to another, it's, it's, it's a money situation about learning the hard way. I invested in some properties back in the day and I didn't know this about you. Yeah. Yeah. I had a, I, me and a buddy of mine from high school went into not business together. We both uh, invested in building a house in Costa Rica. So he got his money together. I got my money together. We sent it down to our buddy in Costa Rica. And from the ground up, he bought a farm 
and he built a couple houses and he had sold a couple houses and everything was great. So we sent down our money to invest in the next house that he built and he built the house and he sold the house and he said, Hey man, here's your profit. It was easy. You know, it took four months or something like that, made a ton of money and was loving life. You know, I was the man. All right. Well, Hey man, you, man right now, do you want me to go ahead and send you everything back or you just want your profits and want to roll in your, your investment again? Oh, I'll roll in my investment again. Well, 2008 happened, the stock market crashes and nobody's buying vacation homes uh, at the time. So this goes on. This house doesn't sell for years and years and years. And there was nothing I could do about it. If it was, if it was a house we were building in North Carolina, in my own backyard or even Virginia or South Carolina, I can go and I can put my boots on the ground. I can come up with a plan to get the house sold and step in it myself. It was not in my backyard. It's in another country and I'm putting my trust in somebody else. No more. If I invest in property, it's going to be in my backyard so I can go there and I can put my hands on it. Um, and it took probably like six years to get my investment back. And it was a stressful six years. So I bet. Uh, hard, learn the hard way there. Don't send your money away. If keep your eye on your money, you know, don't just send it and put trust in somebody else. Have a hand in whatever it is you do. If you flip a house, be at that house, have it close by so you can travel to it. Don't have it six states away and your buddy's doing it for you. No telling what your buddy's doing, man. He might not work as hard as you. Right. So that's crazy, dude. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. It was a, it was a fun period at first. And then it turned into just like stress, man. I, uh, a friend of mine, uh, that I invested with, it was kind of his buddy in Costa Rica. So me and him kind of like, he got kind of tired of me over the course of six years. Every time I talked to him, when we get our money back in Costa Rica, when we get my money back in Costa Rica, like when we get my, that's what it turned into. So you know, mixing business and friends. Yeah. 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 You know, I'm still for it because I like it and I want to prosper together with, you know, my buddies, my pals and stuff like that. But uh, I see how I can drive a, a nail between a relationship like that. Yeah. I so. don't you think people take that the wrong way, though, too, in terms of like people are like, oh, don't do business with friends. Don't do business with friends like that. That's one thing. But, you know, being an entrepreneur in the path that I've taken, I'm just going to I'll. I'm going to go there. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I've had many people when I was an insurance agent or real estate agent, I couldn't earn their business or I wasn't good enough for their business because like we were, you know, friends or family or whatever, you know, and they're like, Oh, we don't mix friends and business or family, but it's like, I respect that. But at the same time, like, dude, if you don't think that I'm going to like come at someone's freaking jugular for like friends or family, like, you're crazy and you're also crazy if you're gonna like your friends or family you're gonna list your house with another agent like i'm gonna bring a buyer and we're just gonna we're gonna go real hard dude i'm gonna give you a low ball offer and you're gonna pay fucking closing costs you know that that's just that i'm sorry dog that's just the competitive nature of me you know what i mean yeah um but i think you know i think that comes down to what we're going to talk about tonight is action versus intent might be a good segue is that I'm just, I really focus on integrity. And you know what? Um, I can't say that 
I would love to say that I'm a hundred percent like operate with integrity, but you know, I'm like anybody else. I probably lie to myself every day. I say, you know what, I'm going to do better of watching what I eat or I'm going to go to the gym or, you know, all this, that, and the other bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, yeah, I, that's, that's a perfect segue into that action versus intent. Yes. The, uh, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to start watching what I eat or I'm going to start going to the gym. Yeah. You, you have your intent to go to the gym that day, but unless you take action on it, that intent that you have is absolute crap, right? It's, it's absolutely worthless. You can intend to do anything in the world. If you do not have action associated with it, then it is garbage. It's, it, it's meaningless. Right. You know, you know, and, and I'm guilty of it too, man, but so many people want to read about doing pushups, but you got to do the pushups, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, you, you got, you got plans to build a house. I mean, like say, okay, I'm going to build my dream house, right? So you start taking some action and you get plans. Okay. You lay these plans down. Now you got sort of schematics of your property or whatever it is. That's still really only intent because you haven't, you have a plan but you still haven't actually put it into action yet. That's whenever you start hiring the crew and you start laying the groundwork and now you've got some action rolling in. You can actually see things that are actually happening. You know, that's, it's, it's all about taking action, man, taking action. And that's it. We intent, we had intent to start a podcast. We talked about it. We were, we've known each other now since only January. Right. Uh, but as soon as we started communicating, I think I threw out podcasts and you said, yeah, we should. And then we, you know, it was another month. Yeah. Podcast. Yeah, we should. And, you know, it was, we had some intent there, but then I don't even know how, what happened to be honest with you. Whenever I don't even know how the conversation went down when we were, whenever we actually took action and just actually did it. I don't either dude. That's a good little, uh, I don't either. I wish I, I wish I knew. I wish we would have vlogged that day. I don't know what well, it was. I, it lit a fire under our ass. Well, I think that's actually our episode one that we don't have published, uh, on iTunes or anything like that. So that's like in the archives of like Prince's vault. Yeah. Like, you know, and we, we start off with episode number three. So maybe when we get to episode, uh, 100, we'll release, we'll release the first two episodes or something like that. Well, you know what I think it was actually, and I think people can probably relate to this is we were like, yes, we're going to do this podcast and we did it on YouTube, but we didn't know how to get it from YouTube to an MP3 or maybe you did, but from there, you didn't know how to take it over to Audacity or whatever. And I feel like there's so many times in life that, you know, you don't know how or you don't know what or you don't know who or you don't know the right things to say. You know, so yeah. you, you don't make the sales call. Dude, you just got to do. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 how, this, that's how this is all built. It was, uh, I, I thought about opening a bottle shop a while back and I was you know, talking to, talking to my folks and, it, or not my, my parents, I was talking to my friends uh, and getting their two cents on location. And, you know, I'd call about a building and ask them about price for square footage. And I, I was building up the intent to do something, but it was kind of like, you know, I was getting the ball rolling, but then I came into so many roadblocks and those roadblocks just turned into excuses for me. And the excuses won, you know, I was just yeah. like, Oh, it was, it was a lot, you know? And, I didn't have any background and I didn't have any close friends or family to sort of be a mentor and guide me. But that's something where you have to say, screw it. You know, you got to depend on yourself. You just got to take the action to go out there and freaking learn it. And the, the first episode, the second episode we did, we got it on YouTube. 
we learned how to use Google Hangouts or YouTube Live to get it recorded. But then there was something else missing and I didn't know what it was, but I took the action to go in there and watch YouTube videos and figure out what the heck audacity was and figure out how to make an intro and figure out like those first 30 seconds of the podcast that we do now. We we mentioned sort of the first three things or the three things that we're going to talk about. And we hope that captures uh, the listener's attention. Like maybe they're interested in one of the three topics we're going to talk about tonight. And those first 30 seconds can capture them. You know, it's that's taking action, just the time spent to learn it. You know, that's, that's action. You know, right. that, even that that's us like building a house is like the knowledge we're getting from learning how to do it. This is, that's the same as building the house kind of. Building it from the ground up to it. Well, but, and I think like whether you want to admit it or not, not you, but I mean a person, if someone wants to have the humility enough, I think so many times in life, we're always looking for someone's approval, right? So you talk about this action versus intent, like we're taking action doing this podcast, but it's a hard pill to swallow if you get a hundred episodes in and you only have a hundred listens, right? But The, I guess the, the thing about it is, is I'm having a good time, dude. Mm-hmm. And regardless, I met you in January. I want to stay in touch with you. We would talk anyway. So why the hell not do a podcast and see where it goes? Like, there's still a lot of things that need to happen. Like your wife said, I love that text message today. Man, she was just like, thought she was going to come through the phone at me, big dog. Dude, she she wants, uh, she loves the Bobby Bone Show. And she wants, there's a, there's a co-host on there named Radio Amy. And she wants her job. And I was doing something earlier and I was thinking about saying, babe, you know, if you get on the podcast with us, you can almost have like that radio Amy job. Like I got my laptop. We can plug you in a mic and now you're there. You can say whatever the hell you want, interject whenever you want. It's, it's kind of like the Bobby bone show because we do whatever the hell we want. That's that's what they do on their show. Like we do. And we, we don't have to worry about the FCC. I mean, like Eminem says, like, the FCC won't let me be, so let me be me on MTV or want to see me whatever, yeah. blah, blah, blah. You might have to clip that later, dude. We might. I'm, yeah. I'm, st- I'm still looking forward to going, like, toe-to-toe with your boy that you just dropped tons yeah. of bits all over, dude. He's... But, dude, forget about – okay, sorry. Yeah, reel it back in. Reel it back in, Josh. But I do want to say forget about Amy. What about podcast Artie? That's, that's where it's at, dude podcast Artie. What is what the hell does that even mean? Isn't that your wife's name? Artie? Kirti. Kirti? Kirti. K-I-R-T-I. Damn it. This podcast sucks. Artie. Suck. Doesn't even look at this. We're we're on our way to a million subscribers. And Damn. I just messed it. It doesn't know my wife's name. He's hired her to be a co-host and can't even pronounce her name. Doesn't even know her fucking name. Not even close to knowing her name. You know, I think I was trying to do indie in like Cardi, Cardi B, Cardi B's not I got, my I got dude. A son, Ari. I got a son Ari? named Ari, and I got a daughter named Indy, and I got another one, Lily. What are my kids' names? I have no idea. Hunter. Thank you. Okay. All right. Anyways, National Barbie. Is Hunter Day. one of them? No, it's not Hunter. What is it, dude? No, National Barbecue Day. Oh, you, oh go, you're, keep, go, go. You're, you're keeping those down. All right. Uh, National Barbecue Days. That's this is a day that's close to my heart. All right. Living in North Carolina, man, we have tomato-based versus vinegar-based. And it is a battle. It is a battle. I don't even know what that means, dude. The tomato-based barbecue sauce? Yeah, tomato-based barbecue sauce. Like, 
you know, any like stubs barbecue, you know, that you put on your barbecue sauce that's tomato base. That's yeah. that that creamy sort of ketchupy consistency barbecue sauce. Okay. That's barbecue sauce on the western side of the state. And then the eastern side of the state, it's vinegar-based barbecue sauce. So it's like a it's like apple cider vinegar uh with a bunch of spices in it mixed up and you douse it all over your uh barbecue. And uh I had put in the title of this or in the description of this, barbecue is not a verb. So don't think that today is national barbecue day, like you're gonna go out in your backyard and you're gonna flip burgers. That's what I did today. Not burgers, no. but I sent you the picture. Yes, but and, that but, but then I caught myself, I was like, wait, this isn't barbecuing. No, that's this is grilling. Yes, that's grilling. And it, barbecuing is not even technically a that is that doesn't even exist. It's barbecue is the thing. Cooked pig. That's what it is. It is smoked pig. It's either whole hog, it's chopped barbecue. Barbecue is actual whole pig. It is that is what barbecue is. It's not the action of going out there and flipping your burgers or grilling a steak that you don't call that barbecuing. So if anybody out there today celebrated National Barbecue Day with some hot dogs and hamburgers or a steak on the grill, you know, good effort. Your intent was there. Uh, but you failed. You did. Well, they it, took action. They took action, but they did not celebrate National Barbecue Day correctly, in my opinion. I've learned that. You can after you say anything, if you say in my opinion, nobody can argue with you. Oh, you're yeah. right. It's up for and, debate. And I'll be the first to admit, I'll take the blame, I'll take the fault. I thought I was celebrating National Barbecue Day. I did catch myself five minutes in after I sent that picture, and I was like, Wait, I just sent a picture of brats, hot dogs, asparagus wrapped in bacon. Oh, we're most tasty, though, from Von Hansen's. Shout out, Von Hansen's. That's the last shout out you'll get unless he sponsored the show. Five bucks will do. Um, and pork chop. But I was like, I just sent this to a guy in North Carolina who's going to be like, dude, you don't know shit about barbecue. And that's not barbecue. You know, clip that. You, you had you had texted me a, a couple of uh, paragraphs about some stuff, and I was like, I'm just gonna have to talk to him about this later because you, you just got on there. You went on a little uh, text rant, and I was like, oh, this is overwhelming, and that's why I ignored your text earlier. I got mm. couldn't even really piece it all together. It was like talking about going to New York City, then it was talking. It was pictures of barbecue, and I'm like, what? What? What is this guy? Just he's flipping out. This guy's all over the place. Maybe and, uh, we could uh, barbecue day too. Is uh, brothers by barbecue you know close to the heart we've been uh me and my buddy brian from the magazine we have been uh for the past it's probably coming up on a year now we we're sort of off and on because we kind of get in trouble you know doing it with our current job so we we try to squeeze it in here and there but what we were doing is we were going from barbecue joint to barbecue joint all across north carolina and not really judging the barbecue but just in north carolina barbecue is uh, just an essential part of being in North Carolina. Uh, and it is celebrated. It's on the cover of magazines. It's, it's just, it's just a huge, huge topic. If you ever uh, want to start a conversation with somebody from North Carolina, just, you know, ask them about barbecue. Um, and it is a surefire way to get a conversation going. Um, but we were celebrating the, not the history, but just the, the people at the barbecue joint. 
the cook, the chef at the barbecue joint, the people that work there, the how long had it been there? Um, let's go back and take a look at your your smoking pit. Um, how many pigs are you cooking today? Where are you getting your pigs from? Are they locally sourced? You know, talking that stuff, but never would we, you know, take a bite of a barbecue sandwich and spit it out. And, but, <laughs> Yeah. We weren't we weren't really doing that, but did, did you wanted to a few times, all right? Yeah, probably, but that's not what it was about, man. It was the yeah. effort the guy was putting in, the passion he had for it, or she had for it, whoever was cooking, you know, um, and running the business. But every single joint that you went to uh was loved by the community. Like every single barbecue joint in North Carolina has a following. And some of them have them really big. And are nationally known, but some of them are just known in that one little small town of Waynesville or something like that, you know? Yeah. But uh, celebrating barbecue next year, buy you a Boston butt, put it in a crock pot for eight hours uh, with a bottle of Scott's barbecue sauce that you can order online. And you've, you'll at least be able to say you celebrated National Barbecue Day properly. Dang, dude. What did you say? A Boston what? A Boston butt. A Boston butt. I can run it through. Well, let's run it through right quick. All right. Turn your crock pot on low at about 930 in the morning where we got 930, 1030, 1130, 1230, 1230, 1230. So maybe about 1130. You take your Boston butt and you throw it in your crock pot and you get in, uh, vinegar, apple cider vinegar, pour out about half of it, fill it up with red pepper, salt, pepper, um, any spices that you want in it, make your own vinegar-based barbecue sauce, douse it in there, fill it up about halfway, put the top on it, cook it on low, and then at the end of the night, it'll be falling, or whenever it's done, it'll be falling apart. You just take your tongs or whatever, you just chop it up really good, throw it on a bun, get you some coleslaw, just the, any old kind of coleslaw, whatever you like, throw it on top of that barbecue, put the top on it, and you got your big old fat barbecue sandwich, and life is going to be good. You can 86 the vinegar-based barbecue sauce with uh, – beer and barbecue sauce mixture like half a beer and half a the jar of barbecue sauce mix it up you can put red wine in it you can do whatever the heck you want but the barbecue is the pork barbecue is not the action of cooking on a grill that sounds delicious dude so that's my rant about that hey it's 1102 we had a hard stop at 11 peace out heavy hitters you have anything uh that you want to say any just anything at all i hate to cut you off but we're gonna try to make this uh a doable podcast and we can't stay up till midnight every night no we can't do it we're putting in the work we can't do it all, all i can say is i like big austin butts and i cannot lie you other brothers can't deny peace out heavy hitters thanks so much for listening i know we're looking for that first listener but i tell you what it's to me it's not about the number of necessarily of listens Although it is, I, I'd like to say that we're providing some kind of an entertainment and escapism or value, you know, to the heavy hitter nation. But at the end of the day, it's just about chopping it up with my boy from North Carolina. And uh, like I said, we'd be doing it anyway. And yeah, we're just going to bring it, bring the truth, bring a little bit of value. Little, I think that was good, dude. I like it. And thank you so much. We're still looking for our first listener. I tell you, the first one that engaged was us. And, but I can't talk tonight. Engages with us. They're gonna, gonna be, they're gonna be they're gonna be famous. They're they're gonna be they're gonna be taken care of, dude. They're I gonna, know you're they're gonna go down in infamy. Well, you said barbecue sauce, you said tongue scraper. We we're you know messing around with that. But dude, I I I am gonna take I'm gonna take care of them. I was thinking like 
I don't know, dude. I'm I'm thinking of like how we can treat them like royalty. Like, can I get them like a fifty dollar gift card to Von Hansen's, or can I get them like a Google Home Mini or whatever? Yeah, something I, I, something I off of, off of Amazon would probably be best because Von Hansen's would do me zero good. You don't have a Von Hansen's down there. Never even heard the word. Never, Never heard, heard of words it. beside beside each other. All right, got it, yeah. dude. Heavy hitters, thanks so much for listening, Steve. Wrap us up, dude. All right, um, available still. I yesterday I made an offer for a giveaway of twenty five tongue scrapers. Zero were claimed today. <laughs> I heard my feelings but anyway guys uh appreciate you guys listening tonight you can find us on itunes you can find us on anchor you can find us on pocket cast if there is another place that you listen to your podcast and have stumbled across us somewhere else that we are currently not uh just let us know we will try to figure out a way to get on your favorite spot um this is your boy josh johnson in minnesota over there say later josh later and my name is lopercon steve loper in north carolina that is it for episode 11 thank you guys for hanging out and we will talk at you soon